What's up, lady? It's Michelle Bishop, and I want to welcome you to the Be That Woman podcast. This podcast was created for the woman who knows there is more, wants more, and is desperately wanting to become more. For the woman who is ready to rid the pressure of having it all together, ready to conquer her beautiful, chaotic life, and ready to blaze her own unique trail by owning her past, channeling it as her superpower, and breaking through anything and everything that steps foot on her course to greatness. This podcast is for every woman who is ready to embrace that can't stop, won't stop, head held high, undeniable confidence. What's up? Welcome back to the Be That Woman podcast. It is your host, Michelle Bishop. And today I want to talk to you about something funny. It's kind of random, but when it comes to being that woman, I think this totally applies. So nothing is off limits in this podcast, right? Because today we are going to talk about gynecologists and dental visits. Um, I'm not kidding. I'm, ter- I'm seriously not kidding. You're like, you're going to talk about your vajayjay? I sure am. I'm going to talk about my vajayjay. So, hey, the point of this is, is if you can't face fears like this, what can you face, right? Like you really can't tackle some of these fears that you may have in regards to your personal hygiene um, for whatever reason it, it is. Um, how can you really conquer those really big, scary goals out there? So, um, you know, I just want to take you back to, and I'm already laughing. People are going to be like, she's seriously tying goal chasing to doctor visits for her JJ. Listen, girl, what I'm saying is that you are a grown woman and to be that woman, you matter and taking care of yourself matters. And I just wanted to call attention to the fact that if you are scared for any reason, if it's regard in regards to going to a doctor, um, going to a gynecologist, going to the dentist, whatever it may be, I've been there. I've totally been there. And I have a few funny st- stories to share with you. Um, and just to encourage you, you know, sometimes we build these stories up in our head and we constantly, like I've talked about before, you know, you have over 50,000 different thoughts in your head daily. Um, and the number one person you talk to the most is yourself. Like right now, you're probably having dialogue with yourself. Um, as I am making these remarks, you're, you know, having this conversation, like, did she really just say that? Or, ooh, I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> um, but you seriously can build this story up before it even happens. And we t- tend to blow things up in our head. And I'm like, gosh, I'm making such a bigger deal of this than, you know, what I really should be. But, you know, one of the greatest examples of this was, um, you know, for whatever reason, I did not see a gynecologist till I was 23, year old, 23 years old, right before I decided to conceive. Um, I'm not sure why it took that long to go to a gyno. I remember a couple of my girlfriends, they would mention um, their OBGYN, and I couldn't even say it right. I'd be like, OBNYG, (laughs) and they're like, do you have one? And I'll be honest, I lied a couple times because I was embarrassed. I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't ever say, yes, I have a gynecologist, but they would be having conversation, and I totally would be acting like I knew what they were talking about, and I didn't. I had no clue. Um, The idea of going to see a the JJ doctor um, freaked me out. Like it totally freaked me out for whatever reason. It's just super personal to me. And I, worst case scenario, was like, well, what if I have STDs? Like, you know, the elephant's totally in the room. Um, yes, I've had I had sex prior to wanting to conceive with my husband. Um, you know, and I thought, what if, you know, what if I have something? Like, what if I'm going to die? Like, what if this is the altering doctor that's going to change the course of my life? You know, you start building this up in your head or like, what if I look different? Or like, what if, what, like, I 
I probably in the one case of something that she's never seen and going to think that I'm like the most disgusting person or, you know, just as everything normal, like all of these thoughts went through my head and I kept building up this massive, of massive anxiety. And if you can't relate to that, kudos to you, girl. I totally wish I was in your shoes. But for me, it was like this, this huge hill for me to conquer. And it was so intimidating. And there were so many times when I wanted to go to a gynecologist and I was like so close to scheduling a visit, getting on the phone and talking to somebody. And I just kept talking myself out of it. Um, I don't even want to go into detail here, but let me tell you the day that I finally got the nerve up to go, I was cracking myself up. I mean, the preparation that went in before seeing this doctor, legs were shaved, perfume was on. I mean, like I was just so it's sad, you know, when you really think about it, like how nerve wracking it is for so many women because it's uncharted territory. Like a lot of people are like, this is just something I'm not used to. And, you know, I went and whatever comes of it, you know, and, and you know, maybe you have a, you know, a situation where you know something's up and you're really intimidated to go to get some news or, or whatever that may be. I want to encourage you that to tell you, you are so much stronger than your fears and just go like the only thing that's going to happen is whatever's up is just going to get worse. And, um, you know, with that being said, I take that story and, you know, for some reason, I just always been scared of doctors, dentists, obviously my OBGYN. Um, and then after you go, you get such a sense of peace and you realize that these people are, this is their profession. They are so darn good at what they do. And, um, you know, when I was in there, I told her all of my fears, like, this is uncharted territory for me. This is new. Um, it's awkward for me. Um, and I just was very, very, very open with her. And it was just, it's amazing what happens when you're vulnerable and transparent in moments like that. And, you know, one of the most awesome pieces of feedback, um, that I got after I started being really open about my dental experience, a lot of you guys have said, I'm scared to death of the dentist or wow, you're really encouraging me to go. Or, you know, I had a really, really bad, experience with the dentist. And I actually um, have never been somebody who's been great on my dental game. I always brush my teeth. I don't floss or I didn't floss. Um, but I always still brush my teeth once, one to two times a day, typically two, sometimes one. And I would do the occasional mouthwash. Uh, disgusting. Ugh. Um, now that I think about it, like now that I know what happened to my mouth, like from only doing that, the bare minimum, it was pretty gross. And I'm so glad that I had that reality check because um, you know, I had a really bad experience and it took a while, guys. Like, you know, finally at the age of 28, I had a reality check when I went in there that, you know, my oral health was not that great. And, uh, you know, what, co what caused me to stay out of the dentist for so long was right before, um, I went, I was in Houston right before I went back to Houston. I was in Ohio and this was around the same exact time that I actually went to the gynecologist. I clearly was facing all of my fears at this moment, but I went in for a cleaning. I thought, you know what? Like it's probably been eight, nine years since I've been in for a cleaning. That's disgusting, but I'm just going to go like, I'm so gross. And I went in there and I remember looking at the girl joking with her being like, oh my gosh, my teeth are a wreck. Like I already know that, you know, I'm trying to already address the elephant in the room. Like I'm aware, like you don't have to laugh behind the scenes that I'm disgusting. Like I clearly know that I'm gross. And uh, I go in there and she's laughing. She's like, you're not gross. You're so funny. Oh my gosh, you're sweet. Like, no, you're not gross. And I'm thinking like, they're totally judging me right now. So I sit down and, you know, she's like, you got a couple of uh, cavities. We're going to go ahead and fill them right now. Um, and she says, hey, you have these crowns, these silver crowns in there. Would you rather us go ahead and, you know, clean those out and just put the white one in there that it matches so that it can match your tooth? 
I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like who wants, you know, silver things in their mouth, please, like totally put the white one in there. So she's going in and cleaning up a couple of my other fillings, not crowns, sorry, fillings, cleaning up a couple of my fillings and she cleans it so much where she actually exposes a root um, in my mouth. Now, if you're in the dental field and I'm getting this wrong, I apologize. This is just the best of my ability explaining what happened. So she exposes a root, didn't realize it, puts a filling over top of it. I left and I was in the most excruciating pain I've ever been in. The most excruciating pain I have ever been in. Not right away, but probably 10 minutes after I left, I started having tears flooding my eyes. Every time my tooth would tap that part, that middle part of my tooth, it was nerves just shooting up into my ears, down my neck. Um, anything hot or cold, I would go like and, and have to hold my ear really hard. And I would just sit there for a second and they couldn't. Uh, get me back in because what they said is they're like you probably need a oh I did go back in I did go back in sorry let me get my story straight I went back in and she said um you're gonna need a root canal but my insurance because we're self-employed and whatever it didn't cover the root canal there so I was like this is just great so I have to drive back to Texas with this excruciating pain why I'm sharing this is because so many of you guys have told me of horrible horrible dental stories uh dental stories that have kept you out of the um dentist office and that was me like it was the most excruciating pain I've ever been in and so I finally get to Texas I drove John drove separate we were like bringing stuff back and I finally go I get into the dentist and he does the root canal which totally was not fun and after the root canal the pain's supposed to be gone like that's supposed to fix it no, for like three or four days later, the pain only increased. I had to pop my temporary crown off. He kept saying, you're going to expose it to germs. I'm like, you don't understand the pain that I'm in. He prescribed me meds and I laid there with heating pads on my face, sitting up. I couldn't even lay down. And I just, I cried and I cried and it was on, went on for a couple of days. And finally, the antibiotics uh, kicked what was an infection and in the underneath the uh, root that he had replaced horrible 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 stuff once you have tooth pain you never want it again I mean that was worse than labor um that was worse than anything that I've ever experienced it was horrible and so after that and getting the right crown fixed and all of it just finally getting back to normal oh let me tell you my freaking jolly rancher I didn't realize that I couldn't eat that broke my crown I'm like I have to go back for another one so yeah the dentist idea freaked me out so here we are today 2020, well, 2019 in December, 28 years old, and I'm scared to go death to go to the dentist, like scared to death because I knew I knew I had cavities. I actually would always joke at John. I'd be eating chocolate and I'd go, oh, my cavities, oh, my cavities. He started laughing. He's like, that is so bad. And I'm like, I know. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Finally, I go in there. Let me tell you, the moment that I saw this dentist, I got big tears in my eyes. She will tell you this. And I looked at her. And I said, I just have to let you know, I am scared to death of being here because my last experience of just going in for a simple cleaning was horrible. And I said, and I even told that lady that I was scared and it ended up being such a bad experience. And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you know, so sorry to hear that. Um, and she was so gentle with me. She kept giving me numbing drums and uh, numbing gels. I'm like, I promise I'm not a wuss. I just don't want that to happen again. And so when we were in there, what I started realizing is that my mouth was a wreck and I kept telling her that I was like I know you're gonna totally judge me like I know that my mouth is so disgusting right now and I was sitting there and she goes okay well we're gonna test the health of your gums and I'm only sharing this with you guys because so many of you keep saying my mouth is so bad I'm so intimidated I'm so embarrassed to go listen to my story listen to this so I go in there 
And she goes, we're going to test the healthier gums. I'm thinking, oh, this can't be good. She goes, um, now I'm going to say some numbers. And she pulled this girl in the room. She's like, okay, I'm going to give you numbers. Just enter them. She goes, okay, so one and two are normal. Three is like something, she said. Four is gingivitis. Five is something. Six is like bone decay. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. And um, seven is uh, something, something. I said, okay. So she starts in the very back of my mouth, eight. I'm like, you did not even say eight. Like, what does that even mean? Like, am I dying? <laughs> she goes, eight, eight, seven, eight, three, four, eight, six. Going around the front, three, two. I was like, yes, I got a two. Three, four, six, eight, eight. I mean, I have never heard eight so many times in my life. I started wanting to just crawl in a hole. I started literally laughing as she's doing this. And I just, I'm, I'm literally just cracking jokes at myself. I grab her wrist and I look at her. My mouth's open. She's got a thing in there. I said, I, I said, I am so sorry. I said, I am so embarrassed. And I, I just put my hand on my chest and started laughing. And I was like, told you. And she's like, no, it's really okay. It's really okay. And I was like, I told you. Remember my mouth's still open. And so I just so badly was like, can you please not yell that? Because clearly the whole office is going to realize that the most worst case and most disgusting person literally just walked into their office. And that's me. I'm sitting in the chair now and I am the one person that has eight. So you had to make up a new number for me. You didn't even tell me about an eight, but you clearly had to make up an eight because I'm that gross. So what I've been told is I've told other people a story. They're like, Michelle, eight's really bad. Like you typically get referred out to that, out for that. I'm aware. I'm totally aware. And she told me that, but she gave me some stuff, gave, got me on a really good routine. So what my plan was, you guys from there. So hopefully, hopefully this is making you feel better. She, um, all of my gums were bleeding. I literally was like dripping blood out of my mouth. It was really bad. Uh, but I knew it. Like I would floss my teeth and my gums were disgusting. Um, and it is because like, I just did not take care of my gums. I didn't floss and it had caught up with me and I started noticing it. And actually it's funny because one of my friends, she's a dental hygienist, was a dental hygienist, and she would always make remarks like, I was just over, you know, flossing people's teeth when they had gingivitis. And so when I started here, say, fours, gingivitis, six, and I'm like, oh, please, no fours. I'm getting eights. I'm getting two times the gingivitis. My mouth's so bad. And so I'm sitting there thinking, like, they are so disgusted with me right now. Like, they are literally like they're wanting to throw up. Um, but no, they never once made me feel bad at all, like at all. And they were so encouraging that we were going to get this under control. Like, you're fine, girl. Like we got this, like we totally got this. And so, um, when they were done with that, she said, well, we're going to deep clean. It was so funny. She goes, um, we're going to evaluate your gums to see if you need a deep cleaning. And if you do, that's going to be, she's like, yeah, um, we're going to need a deep cleaning. I'm like, no, yeah, really? Seriously? Yeah. I I'd say after you said all those eights. So she did the right side of my mouth first brought me in for another day and said, we're going to go ahead and do your filling. Uh, let it be noted that I had five cavities in my mouth, four on all four wisdom teeth, one on um, one of my molars. So I go back in for my second time, get my wisdom, um, wisdom, sorry, I get my filling and my other deep cleaning, schedule me back in. I said, you know what, let's just do this thing. Got all four wisdom teeth removed. And then bam, a week later, I get my Invisalign in. And um, here I am. I went in for my deep cleaning or another cleaning this week and a follow up. And I was so excited because you guys can call me extra, but you guys probably are like, I would probably do the same. I went out and I bought an electric toothbrush. I bought a water flosser. I now floss my teeth every night before bed. I can honestly say I've done it every single day except once. Um, 
after that appointment I fell asleep I was just really tired one night but I floss my teeth every single night and I use a mouthwash what I do if you guys have never used a water flosser um, I didn't know what that was before but what it is is you can buy your electric toothbrush and water flosser together and the water flosser basically is a little tank of water and you put warm water in it. I like to take my mouthwash and pour it into my water flosser and then you can set levels. And what it does is it basically gets the plaque off your teeth and shoots water between your teeth. So um, you can point it down into your gums and it's really going to clean out like the inside of your gums as well. So for me, those eights, those are big pockets, which means that my gum is like separated from my tooth. It's just loose. Um, it's just not healthy. So I want to get a lot of water and keep that really clean so my gums can get repaired so she sent me home with a special wash uh, mouthwash she said use this two times a day until it's gone I did that I water floss every day um, I was mixing mouthwash and my water flosser I was using my electric toothbrush I was using my floss um, and just to answer this question a water flosser does not replace floss so you are literally just doing it on top of flossing but it really truly and seriously makes a big difference in your hygiene so I went from just brushing my teeth once a day, um, you know, to being a fanatic. And guys, my breath, literally, I've never had bad breath. My breath is fresh. And it's crazy because I have my Invisalign trays in. You guys can probably tell because I'm slurring. But even with my trays in, you would think because they like hold food and they hold, you know, saliva. But I can, throughout the day, like I can smell my breath is fresh. Like it's such a good feeling um, just to have really fresh breath. And that's something that I've always been kind of self-conscious with. Like, it's never been bad for me, but I've always just wondered, like, does my, does my, what, how do other people think my breath smells? Like, when I'm talking to somebody, I've always kind of talked to the side. People laugh, but people have noticed that I talk with a side mouth sometimes, and it looks really silly, but I do. I talk with a side mouth because I try not to blow my breath on people. Like, that's an insecurity of mine, um, just because I've always been so insecure about, like, possibly having bad breath. So, doing these little things, as silly as it sounds, has been brought me a whole new level of confidence um, in my oral hygiene with my mouth, my smile. I'm so motivated to take care of myself in ways that I never have because I deserve a healthy, pretty smile. And being confident in that, it, is, it brings you so much peace. Like just walking around with the, the idea that you might have a cavity and you're avoiding going to the dentist because you're scared and you know, you're eating something sweet and your tooth starts aching or you're drinking something cold and you're like, oh, you know, just the idea of the dentist just brings like, oh, all this anxiety to you. I want to tell you that I was right there with you and I'm still in the season of conquering things like this. Um, you know, I was scared to death to get my wisdom teeth out. I just freaking went for it. I was scared to get my Invisalign because I was actually afraid that my, I wasn't going to like my teeth when they were done. Um, it looks like I might have what's called like a black shadow or something in between my two front teeth from where my gums, um, haven't grown because my teeth have over always crossed. So I've been afraid like, well, what if I don't like my teeth? <laughs> I'm going to just reverse all my trays and, and give myself my old teeth back uh, but no seriously like I've been intimidated by all these things but um like this what year I didn't claim it to be the year of you or like the year of me but I'm in a season of being like my most uh confident unstoppable and this year like I said I'm accelerating um my I, I'm trying to be that the best that I possibly can be and I truly and deeply believe when you get out of your way and you start taking care of yourself physically ladies seeing the gynecologist getting on your regular visits staying on top of that I'm um, having having open communication with those people and um, they're caretakers they want to love on you they they know these things that we go through um, they are probably some of the best women that you can confide in 
that's what they're there for. Like they are so good at just giving you that comfort and wanting you to be comfortable and talking to them about all things. And then the dentist, like find yourself a great dentist. My dentist is absolutely amazing. Um, shameless plug. Uh, I don't get anything for this, but Dr. Edwards, he is seriously amazing. And his staff really and truly makes you feel like they care and um, they do care they really do care and they're always talking about John and Rory John's been going to him for a while but guys it was at the point where John just said we got to get you in there actually when I got my lip filler um, I was laying there and John always knows that I wanted to take care of my teeth and I love my lips now I love them and you know maybe lip filler and Botox is another conversation for another day but I was laying there and when I left John goes we really got to get your teeth done he's like your lips look so great. They've always, he loved, he's always loved my lips. He's like, but your lips really look great. He's like, now you just need to get that smile that you've always wanted. And I was like, I know. And he said it in a way, not like you need to go get your teeth fixed, but like, babe, like you finally did your lips. Like now go get that smile. And, um, he said, do you want me to make the appointment for you? And I was like, ah, let's just do it. Let's, let's freaking go. And when I do something like that, like conquer a fear of mine, I just run as fast as I can because I know if I, the faster I run, you know, the quicker that I'm going to get there. And, um, hopefully, you know, I won't want to turn back. So that is my experience um, with both the gynecologist and the dentist, two places that I've always dreaded of going to because it can be intimidating. I mean, um, health, pain, all of those things are really scary. And so I just want to encourage you if, if you've ever been scared in any of those departments to go tackle it. It's not you're not, you're not silly at all. Um, and I hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can get this out in a way that makes sense to you, but the way that I look at it, and it's kind of a, a very innocent perspective, but you know, I'm 28 years old and I think about the years that pass and, you know, I can relate this to like drama queens and women who are just, you know, really nasty. What breaks my heart. And when I think about things like that, if they haven't surrounded themselves by good people or you know new things or they haven't read or they're not furthering their education you are the same person that you were five years ago like age is nothing but a number it's just time that's passed and if there is no new knowledge that's brought to you or new connections that are bringing wisdom and value to your life just because the years go by and you get older and just because you call yourself an adult doesn't mean that you're conquering like you should know everything And I think that that was a reality check for me that just because I'm 28 years old doesn't mean that I don't have to be afraid sometimes in these moments. But, you know, there's been some of these aspects of my life that are just weak and they need to be built strength. Um, I need to build strength on them. And so, you know, being on top of my dental game is not something that I was ever consistent with. Just because I'm 28, you know, I, it's okay. Like, give yourself grace. Like just because you're like, I'm a grown adult. Like I should be able to do this thing. Like, sure. Yeah. You're a grown adult, but just because you're a certain age doesn't mean that you should be doing certain things or that you should guilt yourself and, and, um, guilt yourself for it. Does that make sense? I just, I think all the time I'm like, man, a lot of these people are, they're aging and time's going by, but you, you know, you listen to a 40 some year old woman And sometimes you're like, man, like, you know, you have a lot more value to add or you have a lot more wisdom than that person and age like it truly is nothing but a number. And so in my aspect of the dentist and the gynecologist, I could have let the fact that I was 23 or that I was 28 years old, you know, really, really shame me into thinking that 
you know, getting down on myself that I should be better at this. But instead, I just extend my extend grace and think that, you know, just like a muscle needs work to grow, like this is a part of my life that I've never been great at. And if I want to become more confident in it, I have to start getting better at it. And so just because I'm 28 doesn't mean that I should be conquering it. Like it's okay. Like this is an aspect of my life that I've never really given great attention to um, for whatever reason. And it always boils back down to as much as, you know, somebody wants to shame somebody like they're 28 years old and, you know, they have horrible oral hygiene. Well, you know what? You know, the door's over there because there's aspects of your life that probably other people are crushing, but because of the way that you were either brought up or, you know, certain things that you fear or internal beliefs that you, you know, have believed, you know, that's what's holding you back. And so for in my life as, you know, Michelle Bishop, this is one area of my life that I've always struggled with. And so I just want to be really vulnerable with you guys and tell you that you're not disgusting. You're not irresponsible. You're not any of those things. And to not be shameful if you have put off your hygiene. And I mean, my my friend of mine, my best Sarah name, she was talking to me the other day. She's like, oh, you know, you got your Invisalign. I still haven't gone. You know, my boyfriend keeps getting on me. And I, I say, keep going. You're going to feel so good when you go. And she's like, I know. I just hate the dentist. I hear it all the time. But I just want to encourage you. It is so worth it. Do not get where I got. And if you're where I'm at, dude, it's time to get on top of it. Like, I promise you, you're going to feel so much better when you get on top of it. So, hey, I hope this podcast spoke to somebody out there. Um, I, I literally just was wanting to basically reply back to a lot of the content that um, comments that you guys have been sending me on the content that I put out. And I noticed that a lot of people were making remarks about just the dental stuff, um, scary stories. One girl sent me, oh, this was so sweet. She sent me a video and um, she got this tooth, you know, in the front of her mouth. She got I think um, she's like, it looks like a Tic Tac. And I think they put a tooth on her, the front of her, I don't know where it was, but it was right in the front. Like it was like she was missing a tooth. She goes, it looks like a Tic Tac, but it's just temporary, but I'm going to get a tooth here. Like she sent me a follower. I, God love her. She sent me this video and said, you encouraged me so much. I was so scared to go in, but I finally went in and she sent me a video and she goes, but look, it looks like a Tic Tac. And then she got all emotional, literally emotional in this video. And she goes, I'm going to have a pretty smile. And that meant the absolute world to me. And so if you're that girl out there who's just afraid um, to conquer, you know, these type of things, I want to tell you, go freaking do it. And like I said to myself, Michelle, you can go conquer some of the biggest fears in your life. Why don't you conquer the ones that, you know, are going to actually take care of you? Like, you know, you say you're strong, but you're sitting here afraid of taking care of you. So I want you to be tough. I want you to go make some, you know, tough phone calls, call your dentist, get in there, call your gynecologist if you haven't. It's time to take care of you. It's time to get on to things. And I promise you the extra little confidence that you're going to get. You're going to start telling your friends, oh my gosh, yeah, I just went to the dentist. They're going to say, oh my gosh, I need to go. And you're like, girl, you need to go. Just trust me when I tell you it is totally worth it. That's all I have for you today. Stay tuned for next week. Hey, I love you guys so much. Thank you always for supporting me, loving me, uplifting me. All the awesome uh, comments that you guys are always sending my way. I truly do appreciate it. I will talk to you guys later. Love you guys big time. Bye. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my latest episode from the Be That Woman podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, tell a friend, share the message. I hope and I pray that you walk away feeling encouraged today. Have a good one and we'll talk soon.